Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, baseball family? Hey, it's Brig in the house tonight. Mr. Bradman is on vacation. He is traveling, and we wish him the best on this Thursday Night Live. Baseball family, we have a lot to get into tonight, and I'm very excited to get started with you. So if you're here, give me a shout out in the comments, and uh, let me know that you're you're watching live, where you're watching from, which platform you're on. All right, let's start with some amazing baseball history that was made just last night. The Yankees pitcher Domingo Herman has become the 24th player in Major League Baseball history to throw a perfecto. That's right. The There was 23 for a really long time, and now there's 24, so update your brain. I'm having to update my brain already to because I've been telling people for years that there's only been 23, there's only been 23. And now there's 24. It's a very exciting time for all of baseball, specifically for Yankees fans and Domingo Herman. So super cool. Um, it came in Oakland versus Oakland, which I think is kind of poignant given the uh, given the full situation, especially with what's going on in Oakland right now. So, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, Herman was dominant uh, baseball family. He was he was just absolutely crushing it his previous few starts have been just utter disasters um given up multiple runs has been run out of there after really few innings and uh and then suddenly throws a perfecto he had a no-no going and then it just turned into something magical so i'm just glad they kept him in there um the Yankees ended up winning the game 11 to 0. Uh Herman threw 99 pitches overall. That's astonishingly low pitch count. 99 pitches. Only twice did he reach a 3-0 count. Twice or a, I should say three balls, not 3-0, but three ball count. He only threw that he only reached three ball count twice, which is amazing. Um, Domingo Herman becomes the fourth Yankee in history to throw a perfect game. He joins Don Larson, who did it in 1956 in, in a World Series, no less. David Wells did it in 1998, and David Cohn did it in 1999. So then Herman becomes number four. Again, he beat the A's 11-0 to 
which is uh, the first time I think that the A's have been no hit since 1991. The A's have not given up a no hit since 1991. It's also been a while since they've been shut out. So that was very interesting. Um, the last Major League Baseball perfect game was in 2012. Obviously, that was King Felix in Seattle. Um, he is the first Dominican player to have thrown a perfect game. I thought that was really cool. First player from the Dominican Republic, and he's only the third foreign-born player to throw a perfect game in Major League Baseball history. That, to me, is really cool. So all the other guys who've thrown perfect games have been born in the United States. He makes it the only the third to throw a perfect game born outside the United States. The average score of Major League Baseball's now 24 perfect games is three and a half runs to zero. That's what it averages out. There have been seven perfect games thrown where the final score was one to nothing. That means that an 11 to zero final score is the most dramatic offensive support that we've seen in literally in all of baseball history behind a perfect game to, in support of a perfect game. And that's, that's amazing. Um, the, I have two more bullet points of information for you about the perfect game. The first is that after the game, Domingo Herman revealed to the, to the press that his uncle had, passed away, died earlier that week, this week, and uh, that he dedicated the game to him. He said that his uncle was with him on the field the whole time. And I think that just adds another layer of poignancy and a very human moment to the story. I love moments like that. So very, very excited for Domingo Herman. And then if you're a Yankees fan, I'm sure you know this, but if you're not, here's a little piece of trivia for you. Each each of the three previous times that the Yankees have thrown a perfect game, they've gone on to win the World Series. Obviously, Don Larson, it was during the World Series. But each time a Yankees pitcher has thrown a perfecto, the team has gone on to win a World Series. To me, that is absolutely incredible. And I'm I don't know what else to say about it. So all right, we're gonna move on. We got a lot to talk about. Um, let's see. The first thing is that Major League Baseball has announced their All-Star Game starters. So I'm going to go down the list and we'll just give you a list of the All-Star Game starters right now. For the American League, the catcher starting is Jonah Heim for the Rangers. I uh, was really surprised to see Adley Rutschman not get uh, get that number one slot, but it goes to Jonah Heim. Again, this is his breakout season. Um, apparently he narrowly beat out Adley Rutschman in the final voting. American League first base goes to Yandy Diaz. Very exciting there. Second base is Marcus Simeon for the Rangers. Third base will be Josh Young for the Rangers. Shortstop, Corey Seager for the Rangers. The outfield will be made up of Aaron Judge, who's currently on the injured list. Everybody seems to know that. Mike Trout. Always a fan favorite, and this time they'll be joined by Randy Rosarina, who I think we can all agree is a terrific outfielder, has been playing very well, but 
probably got a major bump in this popularity contest given the World Baseball Classic performance that he put on both as an athlete and as a personality. Let's just be honest. The designated hitter will be none other than Shohei Otani. Super duh. The National League starters. To lead that off, Sean Murphy with the Braves. Well-deserved there. I think that is a fantastic cross between popularity and athleticism and performance. He's hitting a 926 OPS. That's his career best. Freddie Freeman for the Dodgers. Super duh. But it's interesting that he beat out Matt Olson for that slot. So there's some layers of interesting there. Um, Luisa Rise. Again, super duh. He keeps flirting with that 400 batting average, and right now he's at 396. That's as of today, 396. So, again, another wonderful cross-reference between athleticism and, and, and on, on the field performance with the popularity contest that we have going on. It's always nice to see that. That's the reason I keep pointing it out, is because it's not just the big names and it's not just the perennial popular guys. It's It's people who are killing it this year, which is so good. Uh, shortstop will be uh, Orlando Arcia, another one for the same reason. Outfield, Ronald Acuna Jr. took first place, followed by Mookie Betts and Corbin Carroll. Uh, fabulous outfield options. Their designated hitter will be J.D. Martinez. And let's be completely honest, this year of any of the years prior to, I feel like the National League All-Stars are legitimately stacked just in the starting the starting lineup we're going to be seeing an in, absolutely incredible national league roster the american league is good don't get me wrong but i feel like that national league setup is just plain fabulous so let me know in the comments if you feel the same way i do um couple more things before we get into this weekend's picks steve cohen has decided not to get rid of uh, Buck Showalter. Um, and uh, who's the other guy? Epler. Sorry, I'm getting my notes up right here. He considers, Steve Cohen considers himself a patient guy. Quote, patient guy. Which is really, really interesting because everybody everybody kind of is, is waiting, I think, to see whether Showalter is going to get canned. And so far, he's not. He's not. And and everything's crashing and burning there. And uh, we're, <laughs> it makes no sense. They have the, one of the highest payrolls, not the highest payroll in baseball. They are. Uh, they have an astonishing amount of talent, uh, except for Jeff McNeil, who Brad loves to refer to as a fake all-star. <laughs> That's one of our favorite inside jokes, by the way. I hope he's okay with me dropping that little hint of information tonight because he loves referring to them as a Jeff McNeil specifically as a fake all star. Um, then there's a lot of uh, let's move on. There's a lot of trade rumors around Andrew McCutcheon. Not trade rumors. That's it's trade season. That's why I'm thinking that way. Andrew McCutcheon is now signaling that and hinting that he might want to remain with the club. Um, even though there are like some trade rumors swirling and we're also seeing that he might retire at the end of the season, though we're not really sure what that turns into. Um, but he's been a catalyst on the Pirates team so far. Now they've stumbled quite a bit leading up to today anyway, but he still says that he wants to stay 
on the job in Pittsburgh. And I think that's really admirable. He's really been the shot in the arm for, for Pittsburgh. And I think we can all agree that without him, I don't think they would be doing as well as they have been. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, and then we got to give a nod to Shohei Otani really quick. He's the first American League pitcher in almost 60 years to homer twice and strike out 10 in the same game. And that's just stupid. That's just stupid. Can we all agree? All right. Let's move on past the news. I actually have some more news and analysis that I'm going to get into into the national TV broadcast, which is why we're going to move a little bit quicker through this. But before I do, I want to let you know that, uh, you know, we're always wondering here at Baseball Together, we, we want to know what you think, how you feel about uh, the analysis we put forward and whether you agree or disagree with us. So because we're always asking about what you think about the topics, um, now you, there's a quick and easy way to jump in to the conversation and share your thoughts with us. We have partnered with Versus Game, and that gives us a chance to bring you uh, the games where you, you can actually make money playing trivia with us uh, on versus games. It's a super cool way to do it. So if you're on the winning side of the poll or you get a trivia question right on versus games, then you have a chance to win real money. You can play for free, which is a lot of people do, or the best way to engage with versus games and the best way to support the podcast and to have more fun is to buy ticket bundles and allows you to play against other listeners. Um, for the podcast and other users on versus games. So he head to btpod.onversus.com. So let me say that again. It's btpod.onversus.com on your mobile browser, because that's the best way to do it and sign up. And then you can play our polls and trivia games. That's uh, btpod.onversus.com. V-E-R-S-U-S versus and you sign up to play versus games with us all right couple more things don't forget to check out our show every tuesday we are dropping our shows tuesday morning they come out early so that's ready for your commute uh i'll be flying solo for the first half of the show again on tuesday morning so stay tuned for that we're going to get into a bunch of stuff that that day and then brad and i played a little bit of a fun game that i don't think you're going to want to miss so it's uh it's going to be a good show. Okay, let's get into the national TV broadcast coming up this weekend. Friday on ESPN+. Plus. You can watch the Nationals play the Phillies in Philadelphia at 6.05 p.m. Eastern. That's the first game of the weekend we're going to talk about. The Nationals are 32-48. and 48. The Phillies go into today at 42-37. and 37. The Nats are on pace to win 63 games, which actually is not the worst project, projected winning, or it's not the worst. How am I trying to say this? That's not as bad as it could be. <laughs> there is another team who is projected to lose more than six, to, to win less than 63 games. There we go. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> wow, it's been a long day. Anyway, that's not as bad as it could be. There are other teams with worse uh Potential records, projected records. Apple TV Plus at 7.05 p.m. Eastern. The Brewers will be in Pittsburgh at the Pirates. They are, The Brewers are 42 and 38. The Pirates are 37 
and 42. Again, we talked about Andrew McCutcheon being a catalyst, but something has sort of fallen apart there. And a couple of weeks ago, Brad and I talked about what we think they maybe should be doing. Um, and we're going to get into more of that coming up on Tuesday morning. We have projected, uh, you know, opinions about what should actually happen for most of these teams, to be honest with you. Um, again, on Apple TV Plus, we've got a double header on Apple TV Plus Friday night. The D-backs will be in Anaheim to play the Angels at 9.38 p.m. Eastern. Uh, with the games being as short as they are, you probably could watch the Brewers at Pirates and then s- s- slide right into the D-backs-Angels game. Uh, the D-backs are 48-33, and 33, still first place. The Angels are 44-38, and 38, not first place. Uh, the D-backs' remaining schedule, this I found very interesting. The D-backs' remaining schedule is ranked 5th, most difficult through the end of the season. So of all the teams competing in Major League Baseball, we are legitimately halfway through the season right now. Of all the teams competing, the Diamondbacks face the fifth most difficult record moving forward, which is which is going to tell us a lot because if they can stay at the top of the standings moving forward through the remainder of the season, then that means that they really are going to earn their place in the playoffs. The only teams with more difficult schedules than the D-backs are the Rockies, the Orioles, the Rays, and the Angels. Those are the other four teams that uh, make up that top five most difficult projected schedules for the remainder of the season. All right, let's move into Saturday. Saturday, we begin with FS1 at 2.15 p.m. Eastern time. The Yankees will be at Bush in St. Louis to face the Cardinals. The Yankees are 44 and 36. The Cardinals are 33 and 46. Stats indicate, again, this is projected stats, but the stats are saying that the Yankees have already faced, the the, the record the Yankees have gone up against up until now has has been the number one most difficult schedule across MLB to date. So, after Domingo Herman throws his perfecto, and then today they got they took the series in Oakland. They won again today. Makes you wonder if with a little bit of a lighter schedule moving forward, if they'll have some success. We're obviously waiting for the return of Aaron Judge. We'll see what that hap- what that does for everything. Um, Josh Donaldson somehow is playing a little bit better, but anyway, I'm not convinced. Anyway, moving on. That's a 2:15 Eastern. And day games are funky, so keep keep an eye out for what might happen there, <laughs> even though the Cardinals have not been good right now. Okay, on Fox at 7.15 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday, you have a choose-your-own-adventure situation. Depending on where you're living, there are three games going on at 7.15 p.m. Eastern. All of them are on Fox, and uh, check your local listings. You might end up with the Dodgers at the Royals, the Dodgers are 44 and 35. The Royals are 22 and 58. The Dodgers have the fourth easiest schedule remaining as of today, as of Thursday. The only teams with easier schedules moving forward are the White Sox, the Cubs, and the Twins. If you do not live in that region, you might end up with Cleveland's baseball club facing the Cubs. Cleveland is 39 and 40. The Cubs are 37 and 41. Again, 7.15 p.m. Eastern. Stats show that Cleveland has played the easiest schedule 
across Major League Baseball so far, halfway through the season. That's really interesting as well. So their, their schedule it looks to only get dif more difficult. Again, depending on where you live, you might find yourself watching the Rays at the Mariners in Seattle. Again, at 7.15 p.m. on Fox. The Rays are projected to win a 101 games as of tonight. But obviously, anything can happen. But right now, they are on pace to win 101 games this season. And uh, so far, they've shown that they're very capable of doing that. We'll see if it happens. What do you think? Drop a comment and let me know. Sunday's interesting because we finally get another wake-up in baseball on Peacock. So at 12.05 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, the Twins will be in Baltimore to face the Orioles. The Twins are 40-42. and 42. The Orioles are 48 and 31. So the stats, I'm getting these stats from PowerRankingsGuru.com. PowerRankingsGuru shows the Twins have a 64% chance of playoff appearance. And the Orioles' chances, interestingly enough, sit at 50% right now. That's baseball, Susan. That has everything to do with the Orioles being in the AL East and the Twins being in the Central. That's all that means. Are the Orioles a better team than the Twins? Absolutely. That is sort of an unequivocal fact at the moment. And Joey Gallo still is back to being Joey Gallo. So let's all be excited that that uh, we've, we've somehow left the multiverse and we're back to some form of reality. All right, ESPN, the final game of the, of the weekend is ESPN, 7-10 Eastern. The Giants will be in New York to face the Mets. The Giants are 45 and 35. The Mets are 36 and 44. The Mets began the season with a win projection of 99 games, and now they sit at 79 projected wins, and it's trending down. They, they currently have a 20% chance of making the playoffs, and again, that doesn't seem – I doubt that'll hold that high unless things really turn around. But again, Steve Cohen says he's, he's a patient man, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what that means. Obviously, the trade deadline's coming up. The All-Star break sort of shakes things up for everybody. The Home Run Derby shakes things up for everybody, depending on who participates. It might fix their swing, or it might irrevocably break it for the remainder of the season. So we'll see. Everything that could happen between now and the end of the trade deadline is going to be, it has the potential to be completely bananas and change all this, but we'll see. The Giants, on the other hand, currently sit at a 72% chance of making the playoffs. Uh, which is astonishing given that at the beginning of the season, they were given a less than 1% chance of uh, winning the World Series. Less than 1% chance of winning the World Series. And now they've bumped it to over 3%. So if you're a Giants fan, things are definitely looking up, especially after last year's massive, massive collapse. Um, just for context, let me give you some context on what that 3% actually means. The Braves currently have an 18.7% chance of winning the World Series, for what it's worth. So you Braves fans, you should feel pretty good. That is the highest percentage right now at odds to win the World Series, is the Braves. All right, let's get into our series to watch. Brad has uh, fortunately and, and, and lovingly texted in his series. He's going to be paying attention to the Padres at the Reds. That makes a lot of sense to me, given the fact that the Reds are hot. The Marlins at the Braves, also on my radar. 
Astros at Rangers. Going to be a rivalry matchup there. It's always interesting, and the Rangers are playing hot, so it'll be really interesting to see how that turns out. Um, Brad also wants everybody to know that it's a really good thing he's on vacation because he will not be watching the Rays be, uh, beat. Excuse me. <laughs> Freud. That uh, the Rays will be in Seattle playing the Mariners. So we'll see what actually happens there, but it's a pretty good indication. I don't know. Anything can happen at T-Mobile, I guess. Okay, my series to watch, I'm going to watch the Yankees versus the Cards, obviously. And I've kind of talked about that a little bit. I want to see if the Perfecto is going to be a shot in the arm for the Yanks. And if they're, uh, if this obviously is one of the lighter series they'll face as far as difficulty is concerned, um, given the Cardinals' sort of lackluster performance. So I wonder if things are going to turn around, which I've already mentioned. The Red Sox versus the Blue Jays, because the battle for the AL East continues. Um, it'll be really fun to watch. Anything going on in the AL East right now is Battleground USA. And so I'm really excited to see how it turns out. And, you know, duh. And the Marlins versus the Braves. This, for me, we know how good Atlanta is. Like everybody knows, they're probably the most well-rounded team in baseball. They're certainly one of the winningest teams in baseball right now. They're put together really well. They've they've demonstrated that their depth of the farm system has been terrific. They've got resilient players. The guys have come back from injury. Everything's going really well in Atlanta right now. But things are trending up for Miami as well. And I want to see how good the Marlins really are, not necessarily in a win-loss way, but in a put-up-a-fight way. Let's see what kind of shakes out for Miami in this series. And let's let's see if they can take it on the chin and, and get right back up. So while I'm excited to watch the Marlins in the Braves series coming up this weekend, I'm really excited to see how they recover from that or react to that after. That'll be really interesting. All right, let's get into our BT Bets segment of tonight's live broadcast. Brad went 3-0 and last week because the man knows how to bet on baseball. He's really good at it. His current record is 20 and 13. He is advising that you take on Friday the run line over the Mariners. Pick the Rays over the Mariners on the run line. And Brad says, this one he's going to happily lose. You're getting plus you're getting uh plus 145 on DraftKings right now. So pay attention to that. Saturday, he's taking the cards money line over the Yankees, which is offensive, but I guess I'm going to have to understand. I'm going to understand why. And then on Sunday, he's going to take the White Sox run line over the A's. Super duh. There we go. Last week, I went one and two. My current record sits at 15 and 18 because that's baseball, Susan. Friday, the Dodgers over the Royals take the money line is what I recommend. Saturday, I also am picking the Braves over the Marlins on the money line. And again, on the money line, take the Twins over the Orioles on Sunday. For me, that comes down to pitching and the day game craziness. So actually take the wins over the Twins over the Orioles on the money line on Sunday. Um, Blackjack Brad does not have his black flag pick of the week this week. I will scold him dramatically for that when he gets back and you should jump in the comments and be just as upset as i am anyway baseball family thanks for joining me for uh thursday night live 
Don't forget, if you like what we're doing here on the show, you can always jump onto Patreon and support us that way. We have tiers of support that start at $1 a month, and they go all the way up to $500 a month. There are different perks and benefits for every tier of support along the way. But one of the things you get, no matter which level you're at, is a copy of the bullpen cut that comes out every Tuesday along with the main broadcast. You get the behind-the-scenes, unedited version, and all the shenanigans that happen between segments and everything, all the personal information and the terrible jokes and foul language or whatever it is you're into. It's probably all there. Remember, we keep this show family-friendly. If our six-year-olds can't listen to it, then we aren't putting it out. But the bullpen cut gets a little bit crazy just like you're sitting out in the bullpen with nobody paying attention. (laughs) So that's where we're at. That's on patreon.com search baseball together. Anyway, with that baseball family, we will catch you. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you Tuesday.